click that play button so you know what you're listening to. It's That's Effing Weird, and it's a fishbowl episode. Good topics today. Before we get into any of them, though, we're going to introduce ourselves. I'm Alex. What's up? I'm Clark on my good days. <laughs> and I'm Lily. And I'm and, Adrian. Oh, and Adrian, there we go. We have a guest on, and his name is Adrian. <laughs> Adrian, thank you Hi, for coming uh, on to the show. No problem. Happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we uh, before we jump into this fishbowl. Uh, hi, I'm Adrian. I make Let's Play videos, and I play mostly horror, sci-fi, RPGs, and shooters. Uh, I also do a YouTube channel where I do story times, and you can find me at It's Adrian Lee at YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. Also, if you want to check me out, I'm also on The Midnight Shift, which we do narrations of creepypastas. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think Adrian, <laughs> thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, I will quit talking and I'm just going to spin this wheel to see what our, our first topic is. Uh, if this is your first time listening to a fishbowl, how it works is I have a wheel with a bunch of different topics on it and none of the other uh, guests, co-hosts know what, what they are. We're going to spin it, see what it lands on, and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, the first topic that we have is the Patterson-Gimlin film Stabilized. Have you have you guys seen... Now, everyone knows the Bigfoot Patterson-Gimlin uh -huh. film. You know, it's the, the, the classic one. It's the very first one out there. But have you guys seen it Stabilized? Yes. yes. It is jarring. Yes. I think I've seen an AI-enhanced version of it. Uh, so you can see more of, like, the muscle movement. Mm -hmm. And that gives more validity mm. because not just a guy in a suit because the suit wouldn't have those muscle tendons. So you can actually see like all the, the joints and stuff moving. That's pretty cool. Now, I don't think I've seen that. I don't yeah, think I've seen. There's also, yeah. I've heard, I've heard that they narrowed it down so much that they think that it's actually a female Bigfoot because no, of the, fucking way. yeah, because of the movement actually of the breasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've heard that. I've heard that same thing that it was it was a female Bigfoot and not necessarily a male one. Mm -hmm. um, you, as the audience member, if you've not seen it, I will put it in the the Discord uh, hangout area so you guys can uh, follow the link and check it out. But it is it's it's really interesting to watch it stabilized. They whoever mm -hmm. whoever did that or whoever has like that capability of you know doing that on their computer who has the time to like actually like match it up it's it's amazing to see it and to see it in like a smooth fashion mm -hmm. now my only thing is do you guys think it's a real bigfoot or do you think it's just someone in a costume see that's the thing i was into it before having seen it as stabilized and now seeing the new footage it just completely turned me off i don't know that i believe it anymore mm, okay to me it made it look even more that it was either a person in a suit or I don't know what, but it didn't do it for me. So there's been a lot of people that have come out now who are claiming now, once again, it's claims, I, you know, I'm not saying or against, but uh, claiming they were the one that made the suit and also people that are claiming they were the ones that were in the suit. Uh, mm makes this story fascinating is that uh, so it's, it's always called the Patterson Gimlin uh, film now for a long time it was just called the Patterson film 
And his brother, I believe it was, was the one that was actually really trying to put that out and get money off it, like actually trying to make some kind of like revenue off of the film. Mm -hmm. Gimlin was, uh, he was actually a true, like, uh, I would say guide or scout, whatever you want to call it. Like he was actually an outdoorsman that was actually there. And he firmly believed it for a long time what he saw was real but then people started coming out saying like oh i was the person that was involved in making the suit mm-hmm. was there so i mean it's not outside the realm of possibility they made a suit so realistic that you could see sinew muscle or even uh you know like I said uh just just movement like natural i guess movement shifting of of, of weight of a creature kind of thing outside of, uh, you know, somebody wearing a suit. So, I, I don't know. I, I, much like the Loch Ness, you know, the doctor's photo, I'm kind of skeptical on the Patterson-Gimlin mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. But I, I do find it fascinating that they were able to make somebody who was a skilled outdoorsman believe it for a, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Adrian, what do you think? Uh, I believe I saw something on YouTube a while back. I don't know which channel it was, but they basically had, even back then in the 80s, they were trying to figure out how they can uh, hoax uh, that clip. And mm-hmm. they had like the best people in prosthetics and CGI, and they couldn't recreate it. So they had Jim Henson and Disney try to create uh, the suit, and they oh. couldn't make it as good as that footage. And this was in like, what, 19... 19- Sixty or something like that, that film. So, like, if the technology had advanced so much up to the eighties at this point, and they still couldn't recreate something where back in the sixties they were able to make it so realistic, and then like you have people who are like forensics who say like you can see the exact joints and movements, whereas in a suit it would just be one bulky movement. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't see that much detail. So like. For me, that's why it's considered the best cryptic video, like still to this day, even though it's like decades old. My only, my only thing that I just I can't get behind is the face. For some reason, the face in the film, mm-hmm. it just it looks, it looks, and I I understand like Ari, if you know like animals, you know like look at people in the wilderness, like you you move around, they they turn their heads, they look at you. It's, but I to me it's it's too, it's too perfect of a shot. I feel like it's in the open, walking straight across, you know, looks directly at the film, and then just keeps on going. Whereas like I feel like you hear other stories of like these Bigfoots, these creatures, these cryptids, you know, throwing rocks, throwing trees. Why is it that this, this particular Bigfoot now I get it. Every probably Bigfoot is different, but why, why in this instance was this Bigfoot just minding its own business, just walking when they were probably what a hundred to 200 feet away from this thing? Like, why was it not more territorial, especially if a female, uh, you think that like, okay, if, if they had a young, like a young baby with it, or, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's just like those little pieces to me, just make it just a little bit hard to believe. Now that's just my own opinion. I, I, I hope there's a Bigfoot. I love cryptids. I, I, that would be awesome if there was a Bigfoot. Everyone who's listened to the show knows my stance on, 
um, my belief that the Bigfoot is an alien scout, but we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> but that just for the film purposes, it's just something about the face. It's just, it looks, it doesn't look right to me. Now, again, you, you had said that Disney or correct that tried Disney to recreate. Yeah. yeah. And they were the top of the like prosthetics and uh, animation game. So nobody was better at them. Do you think now possibly that they might have spent like years and years making this suit, taking these shots? Like maybe this wasn't the first time that they went out there and did that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. maybe it was like they spent years making the suit and then going out there, finding the perfect location to set everything up to do this, this one shot. But maybe there was prior times that they had shot this. And this is coming from like a skeptic, skeptic point of view where it's not real. Do you think that's something that possibly could have been done? Well, I mean, you've already listed off their CV. They're like not like prosthetics or like costume designers. Like it's a lot of skills, especially back in the technology back then was very like uh, not as sophisticated as it is today. So Mm -hmm. it's they were doing everything by hand and the quality of artificial uh, elements that they would use are just non-existent at the time. So, like, it would have looked a lot more like, I don't know, uh, the Wizard of Oz type of, like, okay. uh, uh, materials oh. and costumes. Oh, like, like the lion, like the Cowardly Lion, kind of like, uh, mm. more like yeah. that? Yeah, it would have been, like, easy to tell that it's fake or it's just, like, a man in a suit. Uh, whereas, like, yeah. fast forward to, like, a couple of decades and, like, you have things that can, like, really creep you out in, like, 90, 1980s horror films that seems so real that it could be Mm. you know so like i just think that if you can go that far in the 60s like i i think it's like the best fake ever then and if you can beat like the best like costume designers in the world like i don't know these guys don't seem like the type of that wily that's okay okay clark you seem like you had something to say yeah it would definitely take a, a monumental effort like artistically because <laughs> uh, exactly uh, you know what Adrian just says like uh, we're not far from seeing like the H.R. Giger era of like the, you know the, the xenomorph from Alien that's in 79 and you know that's mm. like you know a decade away basically and like that if you put that out in the wild that suit like it would convince people that that was a real thing, probably. <laughs> oh so, yeah, especially like at, like at yeah. dusk or something like that, and you just crawled around a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like you know, uh, but you know, going back to it, the the thing that gets me is that they would have to pull the wool over Bob Gimlin's eyes because, like I said, he was a legit like outdoorsman scout guy. Like he was armed that day. It's a, it's amazing. If somebody was in the suit and he didn't take a shot at it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, well, do you think, do you think he was just at like, at like, at like at, at awe at like what he was seeing? Like he wasn't sure what it was. Like it's possible. It could... I, some people will freeze. Even the most experienced people will freeze sometimes if they're not, you know, I, like I said, I hate to say not killers, but you know what I mean? Like if you're mm-hmm. not, yeah. Like some people don't just draw and shoot, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. even if you are a skilled outdoorsman and you know something is a threat and you know when to draw and shoot, sometimes you see stuff and you're going to be like, 
I don't really know what I saw. So yeah. especially if it's an animal that you've never seen before and you're exactly. an expert in the wildlife. Yeah. So like, you know, that's the thing is like if if, if Bob Gimlin has always been the anchor to this film where he's always gone on record and been a pretty reliable witness saying like, you know, I, I didn't have anything to do with it if it was fake. Mm-hmm. I huh. think really what pulls me out of it is just a few little details that to me, and again, I'm not no specialist with wildlife or animals or even cryptids, but it's just the speed at which it was running away, which to me doesn't seem very urgent or very scared and the fact that it looked back and I agree with you it seemed prompted maybe not rehearsed but the way that it looked back facing the people that it was um, running from and still on this careful little tippy tap running away I don't know it just yeah it doesn't work for me my theory though is that it's kind of like how deers are caught in the headlights and Mm -hmm. it's just staring at you but it doesn't want to turn away in case you charge at it. So it's just slowly backing off into the woods. Well, that, uh, you know, okay. mm-hmm. Primate behavior. I mean, that's what we do as humans. You don't want to threaten, mm-hmm. make eye contact. You don't want to, unless you know what you're looking at. Like if it's a feline or something, you know, with felines, you want to make eye contact with them because you want to let them know that you see them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Different predators attack differently. But, um, uh, like I said, normally I'm the skeptic here, but since Seth's not here, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Uh, <laughs> leaving a watering hole in mm-hmm. the film, like it's leaving a source of water and going back into the woods. So maybe it was just there for a specific reason and then going back into its shelter kind of, you know, or it's. Yeah. You know, it would explain why he's or she isn't like in a clearing that's like exposed because a lot yeah. of water sources will not have a lot of trees. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. I think we, I think we stayed on Bigfoot long enough. I mean, we we could probably talk Bigfoot for okay. hours, whether we think yes. it's real or not. Um, I, like I said, I will drop the uh, link to the stabilized uh, actual film in the Discord. So if you, the audience member, want to check it out, or you can just go to YouTube and probably type it in. You can find it that way too. But before we go on, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yes or no? We'll just go around the board. I say. Yes, so, like yeah, like uh, yes. <laughs> careful no, yes. Yeah, careful yes. <laughs> Clark, <laughs> what do you think? I um, I don't know, man. I'm like I said, I'm I'm skeptic eternally. It's it's hard. I love it in literature, and I love. I will write about it, but I don't think. <laughs> I just don't really think. We're going to, uh, yeah, I don't think, I uh, know. Uh, it's your no. Yeah, it's your no. <laughs> Lily? I love the idea of Bigfoot, and I think there's something like that out there, but this video is a no for me. Okay. And Adrian? Uh, <clears throat> hesitant, yes. So <laughs> I think an analogy would be like the panda, where like a lot of zoologists thought that it was a myth. But then eventually they found a panda in the 70s, and then it wasn't so much a myth anymore. So it's possible that it exists. I know a lot of zoologists say that primates that size can't possibly exist in North America. 
but they were wrong about the panda bear. They could be wrong about uh, Bigfoot. Well, that, I, I want to do a I want to do an appendix question, I guess, uh, to that. If it's not in North America, because like I said, the only places it can possibly in North America, actually, even the Everglades, you know, the skunk ape version of it, we've pretty much scoured. But the Pacific Northwest, maybe. Um, but do you think something like the Yowie or like in Australia or, uh, you know, some of the other um, you know, abominable snowmen that you think in like mm-hmm. Siberia or even, you know, the north the regions where China and actual, uh, you know, uh, Russia meet and everything like that, like, you know, close to Siberia and things like that. Do you think it's more probable that those, those areas would yield a creature like that, that we just haven't found? Personally, I don't just think the Northwest. So I don't think they could possibly live out there, but I don't know the geography of that, territory i know the geography of the pacific because i lived there uh Mm -hmm. so i could definitely see like larger animals living out there but i really don't know anything about australia i have been there once but i don't think there's enough food there for them to survive off of but very true very true yeah point north america totally can see it yeah my my thing is like there's there's polar bears the polar bears can survive in the wild, you know, like they, they hunt mm-hmm. for their, their, their food source. They, you know, they take dips in the water, you know, like they, they're just fine in, you know, Arctic, Arctic environment. Um, I would. It's also I why they're so aggressive. They kill everything they see. Yeah. Yes. And see, but I just thought about this too. Wouldn't we see like a torn up polar bear possibly? You yeah. know, at, at some point, yeah. if there was like a Yeti or an abominable snowman somewhere, you know, mm. no, you don't think no, so? They're, no, they're, they're definitely where the sightings of, you know, whatever Bigfoot, whatever Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it, and, you know, whatever language, Yowie, everything, uh, never would come in contact with polar bears. It would come, it might come in contact with brown bears, grizzlies, maybe even Kodiaks, or the, mm-hmm. the, the polar, uh, you know, the polar brown bear hybrids that are now coming down from Alaska. But like, uh, I just don't, yeah, I don't think there, there's no coexistence there. I don't, you never okay. hear anything where actually polar bears like strictly exist. There's not any Bigfoot sightings. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, we could probably talk about this and debate it for hours, but we'll we'll get going yeah. on our our next topic. That was a that was a good one to start off with, but uh, I don't have an exact date on this next one, but scientists grow a human. Now, let me read what part meat of the bags? article. Yeah, is it the comeback <laughs> of the meat bags? Where's Seth? <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about the meat bag yeah. thing. I had. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lily, do you remember what we were talking about for the meat bag thing? Um, I do. Gosh, I want to say that it was COVID related. Um, was it COVID or like now... cloning? Yeah. Like, oh, yes, that's the thing. That yes. He, that he thought that people basically could, I guess, uh, swap their like, organs. Yeah. Yeah. In utero kind of thing, like grow. Mm-hmm. You know, grow uh, basically meat bags for 
basically whatever you wanted to, uh, you know, like uh, use them for if it was organ transplant or if it was blood mm -hmm. transfusion or whatever. Basically, yeah, growing, using test tube babies as an extension of, um, yeah, or like the greater, like extending life for the rich or whatever <laughs> basically as i remember no brain yeah. because that's the limit no brain yes yeah, yeah. yeah that was the thing was okay so you know what before we get on this topic you know what let's let's ask adrian this okay because i think i remember what we were talking about okay so if you could let's say make a clone of your yourself right and Hell no <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We didn't get to ask you the question yet. Okay, go ahead. There's layers so, to it. You could clone yourself, right? Um, but the the other clone of yourself didn't have a brain, so it was essentially just like an empty vessel, like no no brain, you know. And like you, let's say you needed uh, a new heart or a new stomach, new a kidney, something like that. Would you do it? Do you think it's ethical? Or where, where would you draw the line in that? I would say probably not the brain, because I think that's, yeah, I think that's a fair point. It's like essential to the human quote unquote soul or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, organs, I guess, intestines, all that, I guess I'm fine with that. So I think what I would say is just everything but the head. So, <laughs> so there'd have okay. to be a way to grow a human without a head and you'd be okay with it? Yeah, I think if it's me, yeah, then I might have some spare parts. That's fine. The face, I can always get a new one. <laughs> um, when you say when you say everything but the head, immediately my mind went to well, like that's how we eat chicken or turkey, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's. <laughs> I don't know how those the mechanics would work. That maybe they can just pump it full of chicken and turkey, like in the stomach directly <laughs> to keep it going. All right. <laughs> it would have to be something like that. So you, okay. So all right, that's good to know. All right. So this will kind of this kind of drives our uh, the next topic thing. But that's yes, that's what Lily was uh, referencing. Mm -hmm. Water your meat bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somebody but... mean that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So the article goes, scientists grow a whole model of human embryo without sperm or egg. Um, scientists have grown an entity that closely resembles an early human embryo without using sperm, egg, or a, a womb. Uh, the Institute team says that the embryo model made using stem cells looks like a textbook example of a real 14-day-year-old embryo. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Hmm. First question, uh, where is this happening? What country? Uh, let me see if it says. 20 bucks on China. It's, it doesn't say um, the Wiesman Institute, W-E-I-Z-M-A-N-N Institute. If someone wants to look that up where that, where that might be. Sounds, sounds uh switz <laughs> it or, almost does wiseman um let's see you said w-e-i-z w w e i z m a n israel israel yeah israel okay wiseman institute of science okay interesting okay so let me all right so i'm not gonna say anything about israel Okay. Yeah, it's not. 
<laughs> Israel, don't come for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> Not today. <laughs> I don't want to be on their bad side. <laughs> I have a history of finding people. Yeah, right. <laughs> so for this, though, besides like, okay, just location-wise, don't even worry about that. But as, as far as being able to grow what seems to be like a human without using sperm, egg, or the womb, possibly growing a human, do you think it's almost like the meat bag thing? Do you mm -hmm. think we're going in the right direction where it's possible that we can now create a living being, a human in a sense, they, with like, go ahead, Clark. They have to have genetic material somehow. Mm -hmm. Like you can't synthesize this stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it, there has but, to be genetic material. <laughs> you can't just say there's no, no sperm, no but, egg, nothing like, I mean, they can, they can map the human genome. You can manipulate what we already have, but there has to be some kind of genetic material to create life. So what, but let's just say, let's just throw a hypothetical out. Let's just throw a what if out there that this creates essentially just a blank human being. Like it's still like it grows arms. It, it like, it just like arms start to grow. Cause I, I don't think you need genetic coding to make an arm, like to make a personality to like, you know, it's like, who a person is i would say yes but to just create a blank slate i don't think you you'd need that to grow an arm because like look at them the they were able to grow an ear on a on the, a mouse's back but that was right? using mouse already like there's still like you you're you're talking about creating the building blocks of life like, mm -hmm. what are they doing like that would be that would be something so far and beyond even like you know oppenheimer just came out here recently like finding out splitting the atom like we're that would be so far we've mapped the human genome but you can't create the human genome you can't just build it out of nothing like there has to be something as a base like i, okay. I just see i don't see there being like uh, an ability to take atoms like that that would be a monumental thing and we would definitely know more about it if they were able to push atoms together and create life out of nothing versus yeah. having some kind of genetic base to start with okay okay adrian yeah. lily what do you guys think scientifically i i know nothing about how that would <laughs> even start to work but mm -hmm. when you talked about first i thought about what does this thing this being fall into what what label is that is that a clone is that uh an object it it can be a human can it now um would this would this thing be able to talk to have a personality to make memories and I, yeah, I'm just wondering what are the implications <clears throat> of just building this this thing? Because we learned, I don't want to say every day, but we learned that things we didn't suspect before can have feelings, can have memories and all of that. So would that apply to this thing that we're building, to this pile of mush? I, I don't know that I feel comfortable calling it a human. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's Adrian? definitely questions after questions. 
Um, I mean, I was thinking of the CRISPR babies, like in China, where they're genetically, um, like augmenting the human genome, uh, in the womb to have like a cosmetic baby. So it's basically like, I feel like it's somewhere along the lines of that and, uh, surrogate pregnancy because mm. you're still taking actual genetic material from other human beings and then just making another one. So it's not too far off from that. And I feel like it's... Yeah? Yeah, it's 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 going to be as normal as rhinoplasty, I think. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, no, yeah, definitely. Did, like, did the article that you found said specifically without a womb, sperm, or uh, over, nothing like that? Um... Yeah. And while he's looking, I'll, yep. I'll I'll go ahead and interject and say, yeah, th that's exactly what I was talking about. This is stuff we've talked about since the the late or mid '90s, honestly, uh, when they were still mapping the human genome. He's you know, is it's like there. We've always wanted to manipulate that stuff. I mean, I have a story I want to write, kind of based on that, without giving away too many details, based on how we can correct that stuff, but the CRISPR babies, like he's saying, but still it needs genetic material to. Right. Just like Dolly, right? The sheep. Yeah. yeah you got to have something as a base. You can't just create life from nothing, um, but you can manipulate it now. And that's, that's scary that we mm -hmm. have the ability to do that now. And we, and like I said, it's not a, it's not something that people haven't already spoke on. Uh, Hideo Kojima, you know, if Seth was here, he'd, he'd back me up on that. We're both <laughs> fans. Um, you know, he's talked about it since, you know, gosh, forever, but uh, really in the mid-90s, talking about, um, you know, human genome and how people will run with that and not only create, take out certain, um, I guess, uh, you know, things they don't want in a person and add things in they want in a person, and create, you know, maybe use that for war or maybe use it for science. Maybe you want somebody who comes out more intelligent, you know, or maybe it comes out somebody who's more, you know, built for aggression and war and things like that. So you can start creating these test tube babies that will be built for certain uh, jobs before they even know who they are as a person. Basically, they're just going to have inclinations towards a certain thing. So you can build perfect athletes, you can build, you know, perfect soldiers, you can build perfect scientists, you can, and then, and for me personally, I think it's going to go a step beyond that, and they're going to do diets uh, for things like that. Um, diets, what do, you, what do you mean by that? I mean, if you want a protein-heavy diet for somebody, if you want to build, like, the Brock Lesners of the world, if you want to build people who are genetic freaks, who are just athletically gifted, things like that, maybe that, you know, they're going to shift their diet that way too where it's maybe protein heavy you know carbs for this that and then with scientists they're going to do certain like uh nutrient heavy you know uh kind of uh things where it's like oh well this is more brain building because we've kind of have an idea that these fruits and these you know kale these vegetables these things are going to actually en encourage brain growth and things like that so like there's oh. there's Subtle ways, there's subtle ways we can manipulate the human body, mm. but we're all right now, everyone here has grown up in the same environment. So whatever we've done to our bodies has been generally the same. 
But if governments decided things like this, like, you know, now that we've mapped the human genome, we know we can manipulate certain things. It's like we can grow these people to be athletic aggression freaks. We can grow these people to be, uh, you know, thinkers and scientists and things like that. Now, my only thing with that now, are you saying, okay, so you, you bring in that like the government could create like these test tube babies. Now, do you not think that that has some sort of like, there would be some sort of like ethical or some sort of uproar about that to like, to like, if the government were to come out and, and be like, yep, we're going to set up a program where we're going to create test tube babies, you know, or do you think it would be something where like they would do it? Behind closed doors, not tell. And you think we'd know about that? Say, do you think they would tell us? Probably not until like thirty years. But so my my only question, my only question then is, do you think they would do like one or two babies, keep them locked up, and see Mm -hmm. how they are, or do you think it'd be something where it's like they create hundreds and then like like you were saying, thirty years from now, open up the doors and it's like they have hundreds of these genetically modified super soldiers or like these star athletes. And it's like, where, where did these people come from? Do you think it'd be something like that? Because you know that I, I feel like as soon as like that were to like, you know, like people were to figure that out or if that were to like, you know, Oh, the government is doing something like that. There would just be an uproar and there would just be like, I don't know. I think there'd be a, it, it would be bad. I don't think people would be too happy with that. I could totally see, you know, four years from now, um, just a succession of maybe 23andMe type of, you know, testing your blood, testing your genetics, and you're like, how am I the same as 50 other people here in, in just mm-hmm. the state? How does that work? And I, I truly believe that it could, you know, the story could break out like that. Because I believe it has happened for Dr. Uh, was it a fertility doctor or something like that? Oh, yeah. I was impregnated a um, bunch of men, and they found out that they were related to the children, something like that. Yeah, that's uh, in quote, Canada. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm so, in Canada. I know about that doctor. Um, oh. I truly think that you... something like that could happen. Yeah, he's taught in our history books, so, yeah. No way! Yeah, yeah, he's in Toronto. Yeah, this, you... his children are still alive today. They did a, uh, they did like a Netflix documentary, like a Hulu documentary on that, didn't they? Uh, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I saw it on our local news on the anniversary, because I think last year, I think was like an anniversary of that event when they found out, uh, through the court cases. Holy cow. Whatever happened to the doc? Like, I'm, I'm sure he got in huge, he had to have gotten in huge trouble for that. Oh yeah. He's in jail for sure. Okay. Okay. I I I don't think he got away with that. I was going to say, I, I, I would hope because I know we're getting a little off topic with this, but it, what, I guess, what was like the process of that? Was it, was it these women were going in with like wanting to become pregnant and they had like specific donors or like, you know, like I want this tube and he's like, okay. And he just switched it with his I guess his own tube that you know himself or their husbands. I think. Okay. If I remember, uh, maybe not all of them, but a few um, wanted to be impregnated. Or, sorry, I don't know the scientific term, but with the husband's material, 
and ended up he did a good old switcheroo. Yeah, that's what happened. So and I guess what was the point of it? Why was he doing this? So um, what's I don't know what the terminology called, but in psychology, it's basically a man who wants to have his genetics passed on all over the world and to spread everywhere. So it gives him sort of like power to know that his like offspring, which is an offshoot of himself, is all uh -huh. over the world. So like, I don't know. I heard Elon Musk is one of those type of people. That's why he like <laughs> has had so many babies with so many different women. Yeah, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> well, historically, the only person I can think of that's actually done it is Genghis Khan. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say. say, don't we all have Genghis Khan? Yeah, isn't it like yeah. that's the running joke? Is like we're all traced back to him. Yeah, pretty much a majority. Like, is there a huge percentage of the world actually can trace it back to him? Which is that's nuts. amazing. That is insane. <laughs> so I guess kind of bringing it. Uh, full circle coming back in would you i guess be okay like so with these scientists creating this okay so let's say that they do take you know genetic material from a human like all right so they got mm -hmm. this the start like they they got this embryo going and what they need is just a little bit of genetic material um and let's say it's just to create like an arm or a leg or like you know a specific thing would you guys be okay with that? Or do you think that's a good idea? Now, maybe not necessarily an entire human, but the ability to create organs in, in that sense. I mean, I would say yes. Like the ability to like, then, I mean, if they have that, then it's like, all right, organ donors, like the people, cause it was it the kidney. Like there's just a hell of long list for kidneys or something like that. And if they're able to like create kidneys from like this, would that not be a good idea or is, is that, am I thinking like, all right, that's maybe not a good idea. Is there any ramifications think, from it? I think maybe it might be a good idea, but I don't think that I trust the world we're living in right now. People are going to make profit out of it. Um, and it probably isn't going to be created the way that we would want. Shortcuts are going to be taken. So I'm not sure if we're there yet. Okay. Um, I was going to say that we already have like pig kidneys, like doctors mm -hmm. successfully like transplanted a pig kidney to a human patient. Uh, so one of them, I believe did die because it went Ari, oh. but like another mm -hmm. one did succeed. So I think we just stay in the animal, uh, harvesting first, and then we'll just put off the human thing until we mastered that. That way we don't have that ethical dilemma. Because okay. otherwise, I think it's a slippery slope to mm -hmm. just start with uh, organs to possibly humans to like creating super soldiers. Um, so yeah, it's a dangerous society. The other thing I wanted to bring up is like, I'm thinking of sci-fi shows and a lot of mm -hmm. these touch on this. Uh, so have, have, have any of you guys seen Stargate? Like the TV yeah. series? Okay, so you know the Asgards. Mm -hmm. They're essentially clones of clones of clones. And they've lost their ability to procreate mm -hmm. and what happened is after all these genetic uh, copies they don't have like a perfect genome where it's just gone like messed up so now they're having health issues and they're all dying off because they're all sterile and they can't procreate so it's they had to like find writing in a way now yeah yeah but mm -hmm. with no genitals basically mm -hmm. or eggs no. so they right. had to find like their genetic uh like original form to then try to recreate the civilization. But in the end, it failed, and then their civilization collapsed because they couldn't make more Asgards. 
Hmm. See, I also bring that up that I don't think that like the government would care. That's almost a fail safe. You create these short term thinking. Yeah, you create these perfect things mm-hmm. and then short term, yeah, they're gonna die out anyway. So you don't have to clean up the mess. They're not gonna grow out of control. Yeah, kind of like the replicants in Blade Runner. Yeah. They have a yeah, time exactly. limit. Yeah, time limit. Yep, exactly. Didn't we didn't I think it's at Grindhouse, didn't he bring that up with like the clones of like the sheep that um that had been made like the the lifespan on like these cloned like this it just like they weren't living as long as a normal um like what was like a sheep do you know what i'm talking about clark do you remember him bringing that up yeah Yeah, the same and and it's also like and i hate to go off topic on there but it's the same as like our fear with ai like ai might grow out of our control but it's the same thing it's like we want to keep things like if we do these crazy experiments and I, I'm just saying we as like a, you know, a society, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if something grows out of your control, then yeah, I mean, you've failed technically, like you've succeeded, but you failed also. Uh, but yeah, he, he was saying like things like Dolly and things like that, like the sheep and all that, like they will, they're technically genetically perfect, but they're also inferior. And they're going to age faster and they're going to die faster. And that's also another Hideo Kojima thing. With Solid Snake and all the... <laughs> like I said, if Seth was on here, he'd, 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 uh, he'd be right here backing me up. But that's a that's His a ears thing. are probably ringing this morning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's, the thing that's, uh, that's the thing that's touched on with that, is that aging, like rapid aging and things like that, that um, these clones are going to break down because you have telomeres, which is the ends of basically your genetic code and they um as you age they break down and i'm doing like this thing with my hand because i'm it's literally how telomeres break down <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to put it on camera so you can see what i was doing um they they break off basically and they shorten and your telomeres shorten and if we found out a way to genetically like lengthen telomeres you could basically make life we could be vampires, basically. We could be immortal. Um, is this is this the same thing? Is this why that one guy? I think I think it was the last fishbowl. The guy who like transfers his son's blood to him to try to live. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he but... does like blood transfusion <laughs> type shit. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is kind of weird. But yeah, lengthening lengthening telomeres is pretty much your it's it's your genetic uh, degradation basically Mm -hmm. uh so you're breaking down constantly and like i said your your chromosomes uh telomeres is what it's like the ends of those and they're breaking down constantly um and if we find a way to actually restore that you can theoretically extend life eternally so i'm good (laughs) more calories overrated yeah, <laughs> what, what happens with these clones is that their telomeres break down faster, mm. so they like they 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 basically age quicker. So but when, <laughs> it's like, but like yeah. even if you found out how to do that, wouldn't like mentally, like oh, yeah, your brain nuts, you would go yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah, like yeah. you look. Go ahead, Adrian. No, I was just thinking it's like the Marvels Eternals 
where like Athena basically goes crazy because her brains just take up so much memory from living so long that it's starting mm. to like have a 404. Um, so I did actually see like a YouTube video of somebody uh, explaining what it would be like to be become immortal. And basically like it does not end well and you kind of become alienated, isolated, kind of like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ultraman where he's on hmm. earth and he outlives everybody and he thinks that he's superior to everybody because he can't die. Uh, and then eventually once you get past certain centuries, you become so enlightened, but then other people are afraid of you because they, they, they forgot the memory of like when the time that you came from. So you just became like a God or like a devil. So then people will crucify Ooh. you. Yeah. So it, it's not great being immortal because eventually you're going to hit a point where like, it's, it's just not fun. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not just watching the people over the years that you would make connections with and love and then they die, but you would get to a point where you've had so many of those and then the people you become a myth, you become a celebrity, then you become a freak, then you become Bigfoot. You know, oh my god. <laughs> Did we just come full circle? Yeah. I think so. Just the pariah. <laughs> the man, the legend. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. Go ahead, Adrian. No, no, that's it. I was just um Okay. Well, I mean, I think final thoughts on that is uh it's a it's kinda iffy whether we should do it or not. It's I Clark gave a thumbs down, so <laughs> let's, let's just let our lifespans be let's let evolution do its thing. <laughs> My my only thing, and this is the last thing I'll say on it, is like I feel like if you can, if you can create something to help someone live like you know a healthier life, and it's you know it doesn't take another human to give something up, and you're able to do it like just from like a petri dish, and it's it's successful. I say why not? I, I do agree with you, Ali, on it though that I feel like there might be some like, all right, it's going to be fucking expensive because why not? Because they can make it that way, mm -hmm. you know. Like where else are you going to get an extra arm or? Where else are you going to get something that's going to help you? It's they're going to make it thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, and you're, you're right, too. Like they could make it not like perfect. It could have still could have some, you know, drawbacks to whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So but that's my stance on it. Uh, Lily, Adrian, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's just basically know. almost like stem cells. We're already like growing like parts for humans anyways. And. As long as we keep it to animals, I'm pretty much peachy with the whole thing. But okay. uh, I, yeah, I don't think it's necessary to go human if we can figure that part out. I don't know that. And again, I don't know how if that quote unquote person were to continue on leaving, what they would be legally. I don't know how that like if you kill it, is it murder? Is it what is it? Destruction of property? How? I don't know. I have just a lot of questions, and I'm not sure I understand the the, the purpose. I don't think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Like I said, I think it's a. It's everyone's gonna have mixed feelings about it, and I think it still has a long ways to go, and that's all right. Okay, uh, we're gonna be going on to our our next topic. Uh, for this one, you guys are gonna probably have to um, click out of the the area and go to listener hangout um 
room and chat. That's where I'm going to provide the link. Uh, the topic is, it's a link to Reddit, but it's dinosaurs never existed. It's this woman. It's a TikTok video. You got to watch it. Uh, she kind of goes into depth with it. And then I, I like to, I want to hear you guys' feedback on it. If we can, I'm going to try to get Seth to plug the audio of this into the actual episode so you, the listener, can actually listen to it. Um, but you guys go ahead right now. Go click that link and let me tell. I'll, I'll quit talking. You guys just listen to it. If dinosaurs actually existed, wouldn't their bones be everywhere? Let's all put our critical thinking skills to the test this morning. So why is it that the average Joe has never dug them up? Like, why haven't you or I or anyone we know ever found a bone? And another thing, bones can completely decay within 20 years. But these people are finding fossils that are intact, that still have teeth attached. From 76 million years ago. And if you're watching this video and have found a dinosaur bone, I would love to hear it. I'd love to hear the story. Message me. I honestly believe they put these creatures in front of us and made us believe it because of this. After all, all of our fallen ancestors have always talked about the Nephilim. The fallen angels. Yeah, big ass giants. And if the meteor thing truly happened, if something of that magnitude was to hit Earth, it'd be something like 10,000 nuclear bombs going off. How didn't everything get obliterated? There wouldn't be anything left, let alone bones. It's easy to connect the dots once your eyes are open. It's just another thing they made up to keep us from the truth. Truth is, giants existed. All right. What are you? What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on on all that? Nope. Uh, you, first Very off, interesting. I think she did like. I think she flunked science, and Bill Nye is rolling his eyes somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um first of all your teeth is the thing that's gonna last the longest like that's why like forensics always check for teeth histories uh because mm -hmm. most likely they'll survive whatever like even being on fire so yep. like that's why teeth are still attached um in terms of finding bones of dinosaurs yes regular joes have found bones it's it's been i've seen it on like countless news stories before it's it's always funny i i literally have a megalodon's teeth sitting on my window uh it's just a small tooth but like yeah it's like you can buy this on amazon or whatever so it's it's not that big a deal um yeah. there there's so many that you can find them online so it's it's not that rare there's also um, a very big thing we need to address first off she was saying that bones uh basically desiccate like over 20 years or whatever these so dinosaur bones are not bone anymore they are fossilized no. yep <laughs> yeah and they're also beneath the earth where it's like kept and preserved so yeah. like yeah they're not they're not even calcium anymore they're not bone anymore they are rock they are fossilized so they have literally emulsified into a different uh you know geologic crazy. Yeah, like uh, substance. They're not bone anymore like you would think they are bone. So when you see dinosaur bones, they're not bone anymore. They're not like your teeth. They're not like your bones that are in your skin right now. They are they, they have fossilized. So she was wrong already just geologically in what she was saying. So let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
grade 11 right. science. <laughs> um, the other point I wanted to address is the Nephilim thing. Like, I know that's a, a really fun, like, crazy juice topic. But, like, mm -hmm. honestly, the thing, the easy thing to, to, to discount this is that uh, kings and rulers, they always make themselves look grander. They always say things like they descended from gods. And so, like, they tell that they're, like, you know, giants or whatever. But, like, that's just their way to create a myth so that people will remember them for ages. Oh. And it worked. So, there's no, like, human giant bones of, like, uh, Gilgamesh or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Lily? I, I was listening. I'm not going to lie. I was listening. Um, through all the, I'm not going to say BS, but BS. Um, and then she brought up the Nephilims, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know what? Okay, let's have fun. Giants, why not? Mm -hmm. But putting together next to each other, the, the dinosaurs never existed because of this, but let's just forget whatever I said, because this applies to giants instead. Lady, now you're not even making sense within your own little world here. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just, and I love it. I love giants, Agartha, I'm here for it, but she just didn't make sense there. I think it would be interesting to try to get a hold of her and bring her on to talk yes. about this, like yes. in, in depth. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I think the the video has her like her TikTok name or tag. I will try to make contact with her and see if she'd be willing to come on here and see if she would be willing to do an hours long long length video podcast about why dinosaurs never existed. Like I would like to hear this in depth because I think when you do throw some like science facts at her, like what you were saying, uh, Clark was like, it's not bone anymore. It's a fossil. Like I'm, I'm interested to see what she would have to say to counter that and to see if she'd be like, no, like it's not because of X, Y, and Z. Now, again, like it, we'll try to keep emotions to a minimum. <laughs> I got doctors watching me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I it's it's a it's if you the audience member if you if you're not gonna if you haven't listened to it yet or it's it's a very interesting video just a woman making a claim that like dinosaurs never existed it's it's an interesting take I will say that um, but yes I do feel like there's a lot of, like scientifically I think she just didn't look up some stuff so I will try to figure out how to get her on and see if she'd be willing to, you know, maybe, maybe even like a half hour conversation. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be an hour long, but just getting her on here, letting her speak her mind. Um, but, but you, the audience member, if you also believe that the dinosaurs never existed, I'd love to, uh, to hear that, that piece to it. Um, any other, any other topics, anything else we want to talk about as far as the, uh, dinosaurs never existed. Any final thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I actually looked this up recently. Uh, I wanted mm -hmm. to know like what early humans thought uh, dinosaur bones were, and I've mm -hmm. heard some really interesting takes. So the Greeks thought they were uh, cyclops. Yep. In Greek oh. mythology. Oh yes, yeah. Well, that's actually not even not even dinosaurs. That's actually mammoth uh, bones because the trunk has a big singular hole for the yeah, nasal. Yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah. So they oh, hang on, hang on. I think it's a triceratops head. So they thought the hole in there was the eye. Yeah, where the, the eye socket was. Eye. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. So, eye. but it's a triacetop, uh, triceratops uh, horn where the hole is. Uh, but I have heard also people thought that the mammoth 
the hole where the trunk should be is the eye yeah. as well. So, yeah. but there's two takes on this. And that's um, a very that's a very geological like geologically active area. A lot of you know volcanoes, a lot of you know earthquakes and things like that. So they those bones were unearthed commonly. So they saw them and they kind of created a lot of the Greek myths based on uh, based on those bones that would be unearthed. Yeah, and in Asia they thought they were dragons. Yeah, which I mean I can go whole, on a whole spiel about how dragons. Uh, might exist, which I yeah. don't believe, but I saw somebody on YouTube on like the dark side of YouTube talk about how dragons did exist, and we had the dinosaur bones to prove them. But um, anyways, that's the short answer is no. But uh, it was a <laughs> fun take. <laughs> um, what else? Um, yeah, I think uh, other Western countries thought they were the early um. Oh, I forgot what they're called, but the show Evangelion, uh, mm -hmm. the anime, talks about like the giants from the book of um, what is it? No, where yes. like early humans were giants after they were banished from the Garden of Eden, and then humans mm -hmm. gradually got smaller and smaller. So they thought they were like early humans. Oh, okay. Interesting. I never heard. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. So that's what early humans thought dinosaur bones were. Interesting. Interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about a lot of different things on today's fishbowl. Uh, Bigfoot, the uh, the embryo, dinosaurs never existing. Um, yeah. With, 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 was, did we really only cover three topics? I think so. Yeah. Was we that it? I think Shit. so. We had okay, a lot well, to say, though. We had a lot to talk about. What, why don't we, is every, does everyone want to do one more spin? Since the dinosaurs never existed was a little short. I may have to go soon. So I can slide one more in, but yeah, just so you know, I may have to go soon. Okay. Um, this is what we'll do. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Mm -hmm. um, just because we, if Lily, if you have to go, we'll just make this a smooth transition out and everything like that. We've hit the hour mark. You, the listener, we'll have another fishbowl very soon. We'll have more topics, everything. We'll, we'll, we should be able to cover a little bit more, but we we again we only got to three different things. Uh, your guys' final thoughts on all three things: Bigfoot, the uh, dinosaurs, and um, what was the other one? Oh, the human embryo thing. Yeah. Yep. What are you What are you guys' final thoughts on all that? Some heavy hitters. That's a, a lot. Of, you know, mm -hmm. we unpacked a lot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that if we can finally find Bigfoot's fossilized bones, we can prove that it, it lived long enough to become immortal, and now it's just a relic of a distant, long-forgotten civilization. We'll Very use, good. We'll use Bigfoot's genetic material. Enhance yes. Our <laughs> and Adrian, uh, any final thoughts? I think the first two topics that we talked about, Bigfoot and... Um, Sorry, what was the second thing we talked about? <laughs> the, the embryo oh, yeah. one, the human the embryo. embryo yeah. yeah, all things very plausible in the real world. Um, dinosaurs definitely are real. Uh, get better, people. <laughs> <laughs> Just get better. Get better. Oh, yeah, you, the listener, <laughs> if you enjoyed what you listened to, check us out on our social medias. We got plenty out there. We have a merch store now. It's at Zazzle. Um, I can drop that into the descriptions and all of this stuff. 
So you can go there, get some stuff if you'd like to support us. Adrian, thank you for coming on to the show. If you want to, you know, send our listeners uh, one last tag just so they remember. Where yeah, to find sure. You. So uh, I'm. you can find me at It's Adrian Lee on YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. And you can also check me out at The Midnight Shift Creepypasta if you want to hear me narrate some creepypasta stories. And we'll provide those links too in the description. So it's just a click away for you, the audience remember uh, audience member. Hey, and remember that old saying here, we don't want what stuff. Oh geez, I I I fuck I fucked it up. We don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird. <laughs> <laughs>